When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumpacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Harbin, your host of Let's Ride, your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning podcast. Happy Monday, everyone. I hope you had a great weekend. Hope you enjoyed the game last Friday. The Steelers win 27-17. to And I hope that you got a chance to check out two things, more than two, but really just two that I was a part of. We'll put it that way. I hope you got to check out the post-game podcast. Myself, Brian Davis, and Dave Schofield had a great show. We recap the game in case you missed it, or maybe you just want our take on it. Go back and check that out. Also, a very special Winners and Losers podcast. That's a Let's Ride podcast. Uh, I did that on Saturday morning. So if you're waking up today, Monday, and you're thinking, I can't wait to hear Jeff's Winners and Losers, you got to go back a few episodes. That's okay, and, and you can listen, and you get the Winners and Losers all there in one short segment. But today, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. We have... Uh, everything from the injury update, we got training camp updates, we're doing a giveaway, uh, I've got some insider information from a national media source as it pertains to one Kenneth Shane Pickett, and we're going to be talking a lot about the depth on the Steelers, or in some cases, the lack thereof on the current roster. There's no Monday morning conversation today, there isn't. I hate to disappoint some of you out there, I know you love it, I'll probably try and get a guest later in the week like I typically have been recently. Uh, so stay tuned. We'll get to all of that. But let's start off with first, let me do some plugs. I got to plug some stuff first. First and foremost, I hope you're checking out not just steelcurtainnetwork.com, but also fansfirstsports.com. 
Uh, fansforsports.com is no longer just a landing page. We have articles there that are more national-based. Uh, I've been writing some of them. Our coach KT Smith has been writing some of them. We'll have other contributors that are doing more NFL stuff, like Jeremy Jerome Betts that you hear every Friday on my show. His fantasy football articles have been there. So go check out fansforsports.com on your way to or after steelcurtainnetwork.com. I don't think you're going to miss it. Also, if you are a college football fan and you love college football, we are going to be unveiling, hopefully within the next two weeks, our NCAA football or our college football podcast feed here at Fans First Sports Network. Now, I'm not going to be a part of this too much. I'm just not a college guy. I'm more of a pro guy. As uh, Once we get done with the preseason, you're going to be hearing me on the NFL side with Fans First Sports Network a lot. But the if you're a college football person, be on the lookout for that feed, FFSN College Football. It's not out there yet, but it's going to be, so I just want to put it on your radar. I mentioned a giveaway. We've got a bunch of giveaways coming up. We're going to be giving out some swag uh, as the preseason progresses. We're going to be giving away some uh, like Ride or Die Crew t-shirts, maybe a, a hoodie or a, a Steel Curtain Network shirt that you'd like. So we're doing that. But today, got something pretty special. We're giving away tickets to the, the game this Saturday. That's right. The only home preseason game for the Steelers in 2023 we're giving away tickets. So if you want to go to that game, if you can go to that game, here's what you're going to have to do. You need to follow us on Twitter or X, whatever the hell you want to call it. I don't care. And it's not me. You need to go to Steel C Network. That's Or just type in Steel Curtain Network and you'll find us. You need to follow us there and you need to be on the lookout for the directions for the giveaway. Okay, so that's rule number one. You got to get a go to Twitter and you got to follow us there. On Monday, we are going to be giving out some of the what you got to do to get those tickets. So be on the lookout for that. You got to follow us on Twitter or X, and that's where you're going to be at. Please don't do anything if you can't go to the game. But if you live in close enough proximity or you know someone that can, then and you or you want to go to the game. I mean, this is going to be the second preseason game again, the only home preseason game. Make sure you're on the lookout for that. We're giving away 100% free. Don't have to do anything. Okay, let's talk about some news, right? So there's a lot of news. There's a news because the Steelers were back at training camp practice on Sunday. It's a weird situation. They were off Saturday, the day after the game. They practiced in pad Sunday. No practice Monday because it's their day off. And then they'll be back on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They'll have off on Friday as they play on Saturday. So with that schedule, Mike Tomlin spoke after practice and said, this is a big day for us. We evaluated the film. We talked about it on Saturday. And then we got back out here and we had to get back to it. He goes, this is part of like the routine. that The players that are going to make the team, they're going to be experiencing this week in and week out when it comes to, okay, you had a performance, evaluate it. Break it down, look at the minutia, and then go ahead and you gotta go and gotta get better. You gotta improve. So they practiced a lot of injuries of note players that didn't practice, players that got injured in practice. Let's go through all of those right now. So Cam Hayward did not practice because he was sick. Mike Tomlin said they sent him home. They didn't want to be around anyone. They didn't want to have any chance of that being spread throughout the team. So there was no Cam Hayward to practice on Sunday. Keanu Benton was held out. He left the game on Friday with an ankle injury, he said, this is Tomlin speaking, that he viewed it as more day-to-day. Uh, Nate Herbig, Nate, not Nick, Nate Herbig, the guard, he hurt his shoulder during practice. That is being evaluated. 
uh, DeMonte Casey and Joey Porter Jr. Casey with an ankle, Joey Porter with his own ankle injury, were both back at practice. They're looking like they are trending in the right direction. So those are the injury updates there for you. Oh, I forgot. I almost forgot Larry O. Because remember, Larry Ogunjobi didn't play in the game on Friday, and that was based on the fact that he was injured. And we don't know what happened, uh, but he was seen in a in a walking boot. Not sure what that means. Seems like Larry O is never healthy. So uh, Larry Ogunjobi seems to be on his way and in, in hopefully healing quickly and getting back on the field, but he might be out for some time. So there are the injuries updates, the injury updates. Now let's go to seven shots update. The defense dominated this one. I don't believe the starting offense even scored a touchdown. So the defense wins. The defense now leads in seven shots since they started doing the drill in training camp, seven to four. The offense has some work to do to get caught up. Speaking of other things going on and just notable aspects of, of camp practice on Sunday, everyone that was there watching in attendance said that Broderick Jones had one of his best practices yet, that his arrow is definitely pointing directly up, that he had some uh, reps with the starters. Uh, and, and, you know, it was Broderick Jones versus Nick Herbig, Broderick Jones versus DeMarvin Leal. A lot of people said those were great noteworthy matchups and Broderick Jones didn't just hold his own. He won those matchups. So good news for there. You know, I mean, just thinking about Broderick Jones being the top pick doesn't mean he's going to start week one, but his, his arrow is trending in the right direction. Casey missed it as well. The Steelers had a roster move. Uh, they had to cut a, a player and signed a linebacker. It was just literally a linebacker swap. So we'll see about that. Probably not going to matter. Nonetheless, that is a move that was made. Now, I mentioned the source, the national media source. So this this is from people around the league. Now, this isn't um, our source from within the Steelers organization. This is not someone that is local, like a beat writer. We're talking about someone around the league, a national guy who has traveled around to see all these training camps. Now, you hear them, you see them all the time, whether it's the NFL Network, ESPN, they are live at Baltimore Ravens training facility, whatever. That's just an example. But a lot of these people, they always seem to make it out to Latrobe. So you have all these people that are watching all of these training camp practices, right? Not just the Steelers. They're watching the entire league. This source and this national media source was asked, essentially, out of all the quarterbacks you've seen this so far this offseason, and they've traveled to almost every training camp facility, out of all the quarterbacks you've seen, who you know who's impressing you right now? Who's a quarterback that is really turning heads? You know what the answer was? The answer was Kenny Pickett. That was the answer, Kenny Pickett. This source said, quote, he's the best quarterback I've seen yet, end quote. He even went on to say that if Kenny Pickett continues on this current trajectory, this is the, this is what they said, not me. Don't don't come yelling at me on Twitter. They said that this source said, the national media source said that he would take him, Kenny Pickett, over Big Ben in his prime. The national guys are raving about Kenny Pickett. It seems that it's not just locally that Kenny Pickett is getting a lot of steam. He's getting a lot of hype. This is happening at the national level as well. So people around the league, they are buying into the Kenny Pickett hype. But again, this isn't just someone that's there that's a talking head. These are people that are on on the boots on the ground, so to speak, they're at training camps. They're watching all these quarterbacks and they're, they're watching practices and maybe they're only seeing one or two, but still 
for them to say the he's the best quarterback they've seen, man, that's notable for me. That really is notable. And you know, Kenny Pickett is going to be my topic of conversation on Wednesday's show. I kind of want to tease this now. He is going to be the topic of conversation on the Wednesday show. I brought up a question on Twitter. Uh, it was it was doing some yard work, and I thought about this. So I just posed the question on Twitter about Kenny Pickett passing the fan quote unquote test. And the boy, a lot of responses, a lot of responses. I really want to dive into those. So we're going to talk about that on Wednesday as well as I'm going to have the first DEFCON levels of 2023 on Wednesday show as well as the mailbag. So a reminder, don't forget about the mailbag tweet on Tuesday because I want you to get your questions in so I can answer them live on Wednesday. All right. That was a lot. That was a ton of stuff. And we haven't even talked about the main talking point of this podcast, which is the depth. So we're going to get to that. We're going to take a quick break. When I come back after this break, we're going to talk about offensive, defensive depth, where you should be concerned, and where you should be just fine. We'll be right back after this break. Steeler fans, welcome back to the second half of this Monday episode of Let's Ride. I hope you're enjoying it so far. Let's talk about the crux of this podcast, the meat and potatoes of the meal. It's The Steelers still have, in my opinion, some serious depth concerns. You watch the game on Friday, and the first preseason game is a lot of watching the depth. And for the casual fan, it's the most boring thing that they could ever watch. It's like watching paint dry. I'll give you an example. Someone like my brother. My brother... He just doesn't really follow the 90-man offseason roster. He's not alone. There's other people out there that they they just don't have the time, nor do they really care. When the team, when the tri- roster gets trimmed to 53, the regular season starts, they're glued in. That would be a good description of my brother. He's, he's not interested in seeing Quincy Roche in the fourth quarter of a game in Tampa Bay. He's not. He's not interested in watching LaRaven Clark play tackle in that same fourth quarter. I don't I don't blame them. It's part of my job. I have to do it. So for all these people out there, they, they, they don't really watch the preseason the same way that those of us that are glued to this team 24-7, 365. But when you're watching this, you're thinking, okay, this is an opportunity, this first preseason game, to really see the depth or lack thereof on the roster. You know, Omar Khan... Andy Weidel, all these, the brand new look front office, they have done a lot of work this past offseason. We're talking about overhauling positions, bringing in a lot of talent, really having a good draft, at least on paper. And I think that a lot of us said all the same things. Wow, they've really improved the depth across the board. However, even before the training camp started, Anyone that had a realistic lens looking at this roster on paper saw that the depth was still a question in a certain spots. Well, let's give you an example. Inside linebacker, right? That was a big concern for a lot of people. They signed Quan Alexander, and now all of a sudden Quan Alexander kind of, it kind of quelches that thirst for that inside linebacker. So for me, I wanted to see on Friday, well, what about the depth? Is Is it everything that we thought it was going to be? Or do they still have plenty of work to do? After watching the game and part of the the replay, 
I got to be honest. I was very impressed with the depth on the roster, but there were also certain positions where I said, man, this is an issue, and this could be a major, major issue. And everyone's going to say, well, depth is only needed if there's injuries. Well, when was the last time that there weren't major injuries on a football team? Okay, I mean, let's use last year as an example for the Steelers. So the offensive line did an unbelievable job. I'm still not sure how it happened when they had all five of their offensive linemen essentially stay healthy the entire season. Very, very rare. However, Pat Fryermuth, he's dealt with concussions. So we're talking about tight ends there. Kenny Pickett had concussions last year. You talk about TJ Watts partially torn pectoral muscle. Uh, You're talking about Larry O being banged up constantly last year. Uh, You talk about some of the issues dealt with in the secondary, you know, DeMonte KZ in the final preseason game, breaking his forearm, that stuff happens, okay? So you might hear me say, like, well, this the depth of this position is an issue. And you might be sitting there listening, well, Jeff, but that's only if the person ahead of them gets hurt. That is the whole premise of having depth. It is like insurance. You, you If you don't use it, you never think about it. But when you need it, boy, you better have good insurance, So when you're driving your car around town and everything's fine, everything's working, all things are copacetic, but then all of a sudden you're parking your car in a parking lot and someone comes up and rear-ends your car and does a lot of damage, well, you're you're calling your insurance company and you're hoping that they say, yeah, we got you covered. Don't worry about it. You're not going to pay a dime. That's good depth on a football team compared to the alternative, which is you get rear-ended in that parking lot, and now all of a sudden you call your insurance company, and they're saying, I'm sorry, we can't help you. You're not covered. You're not covered. So if you're not covered, we're not going to pay you anything. You're going to have to pay this out of your pocket. Well, now you're screwed. So you see the difference there. Depth is important. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to break this down offense and defense. I wanted to break it down in terms of positions. Am I happy with the depth? Or am I not happy with the depth? And it's a good tease for me to also remind everyone to go to SteelCurtainNetwork.com today, Monday, to check out myself, Dave Schofield's 53-man roster prediction. All right, we were going to do these every single week after the preseason, and Dave will come back on the Let's Ride podcast the Monday after the final preseason game where we can actually talk about what we think is going to happen before they actually trim the rosters down to 53 players. So be on the lookout for that. Okay. Let's start on offense. Let's start with quarterback. I am happy with the depth of quarterback. I really am. I I like Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph. They are absolutely proven commodities. Are they starters? No. There's a reason why they're backups. But if they had to play a game, that's not going to be a make or break thing. We saw it last year where Mitch Trubisky gets a start against Carolina. They go down to Carolina. They win the football game. Yes, uh, it doesn't always work out. Look at what happened against Baltimore last year where Trubisky threw some very god-awful crucial interceptions, and they end up losing that game at home. But still, I like the quarterback depth. Running back, I like the running back depth as well. I really do. I like Najee Harris, love Jalen Warren. And I think Anthony McFarland, if they choose to keep three, is just fine. He's capable of carrying the ball. If they would ever have to go to a two-person, you know, let's say Najee Harris gets banged up, Jalen Warren and Anthony McFarland, I feel pretty comfortable with that. Some people might not be, but I am. In terms of left tackle and right tackle, we'll just put offensive tackle together. 
I like that depth as well. Uh, especially after hearing about Broderick Jones, who had a pretty good game on Friday, to be honest. He played a lot. I thought he had a good game. I thought he played well. And then I think about Dan Moore and Chooks Accor for. You've got a lot of proven starts, a lot of experience there. So for me, I like the, 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 depth, the depth at offensive tackle. Offensive guard, up until Nate Herbig got his shoulder banged up on Sundays in Sunday's practice, which they were going to evaluate it, I hope he's okay because if, if, if he's there, I love the depth at offensive guard. He and Kevin Dotson as the primary depth behind James Daniels and uh, Isaac Sayomalu, fantastic. I love it. You take Herbig away, that changes everything. If Nate Herbig has an injury that is you know like a rotator cuff or something serious that would end his season before it ever started, well, now you're talking about Kendrick Green as being thrust into that discussion. No one wants that. No, no one. I don't. I don't think anyone listening to this that watched the game on Friday wants that. So, yeah, it's it's okay if Herbig's there. If he's not there, yeesh, no thanks. Center, mentioned Kendrick Green. That This is one of the biggest causes for concern, in my opinion. The Steelers, if they're watching these games, you can tell me how Kendrick Green is playing fullback and he's trucking people in training camp. I don't care. The Steelers do not need to save a roster spot for someone that is going to play five to ten snaps offensively maybe, maybe in an entire game. Five is maybe being generous. Ten seems to be a dream. If, if they do that, then they're setting themselves up for an absolute letdown if something happens to Mason Cole. I love Mason Cole. I think he's a very good center. But if you have to rely on Kendrick Green at all, you're in trouble. And whoever's the quarterback, we're assuming Kenny Pickett at that time, is in trouble as well. You saw it on Friday night. I talked about it in the postgame show. I talked about it in my winners and losers. Holding call. Bad snap. Missed assignment. Punt. All Kendrick Green. He didn't do hardly anything outside of that. It was bad. It was atrocious. If the Steelers are wise and they don't feel like they have, especially like someone like Nate Herbig, who might have been the guy that they're like, hey, this he could he can flex the center if we need him to. Okay, that's one thing. But if he's banged up, they got to figure something out. They got to bring. They have to bring in someone like a J.C. Hassenauer type player. J.C. Hassenauer is currently with the Giants, but still, you understand where I'm going with that. Center depth, that's a problem. That's a big problem. Next, we go to wide receiver. I'm okay with the depth there. I think that people that are saying that they, they don't have anything past the top, you could say three, if you include Allen Robinson, Don, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Allen Robinson. After that, they don't have much. You don't need much there. But Calvin Austin the third had a great game Friday. Gunnar Olszewski has looked good in training camp. Uh, Keen Butler still has the cases of the drops from time to time. Cody White, who we've talked about on this show a lot, who's been getting rave reviews from the coaches within the Steelers organization, I like the depth of wide receiver, and I also like the depth of tight end. You have Gentry, you have Hayward, you have Fryermuth, and you also have uh, Connor Hayward. So you have you have these guys that did they just all fit? You know, I'm sorry, I, th- I think I said Connor Hayward twice. I meant Darnell Washington. I, I like the way the tight end room is built. So that means offensively, barring the the Nate Herbig injury, the only position that scares me to death is center. And it should scare everyone to death because if you have to rely on Kendrick Green, that's an issue. Let's go to the defensive side. You're talking about the defensive front, mainly defensive tackle slash defensive end, and I like that depth there as well. The depth of DeMarvin Leal, Isaiah Loudermilk, Armand Watts, uh, but 
again, this is all behind Cam Hayward and Larry Ogunjobi. If Larry Ogunjobi is already starting this constantly banged-up, injury-prone guy, then the depth becomes a little bit more of an issue. Then you have to hope that someone like Keanu Benton could potentially play all along the defensive line and not just at nose tackle because that's the next position, nose tackle. I'm totally fine with the nose tackle depth. Braden Fihoko, Montrevious Adams, and then obviously Keanu Benton are all really good potential players that can help plug the middle of the defense. I like the depth there. Outside linebacker, Nick Herbig, and he, he has gotten rave reviews from everyone that has seen him play, and he goes out and has a sack and a half against Tampa Bay. If I'm the Steelers on Saturday when they host the Buffalo Bills, I'm having Nick Herbig play some first late first quarter, second quarter reps. I don't want him going against the third and fourth string tackle anymore. He's proven that he can beat those guys. I want to see him against better competition, and so that's what I'm going to do. But then you have Marcus Golden, who didn't play much against the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith didn't. T.J. Watt didn't play at all. Alex Highsmith played very sparingly. I like the Steelers' outside linebacker depth. If Nick Herbig could even just be a situational pass rusher, someone that comes in on third and 10, third and 13, T.J. Watt's tired, Highsmith's tired, doesn't matter. Nick, go in there and get after the quarterback. He's proven so far that he can do it. I, I like it. I like it from top to bottom. Inside linebacker, this is going to shock a lot of people. I'm okay with the depth there as well. I thought Mark Robinson played a pretty good game on Friday. Quan Alexander, he jumped off the screen. Cole Holcomb and Landon Roberts. Landon Roberts didn't play as much. Cole Holcomb, he just seems like he's that guy that so far he's just a, he's the he's the green dot guy. He's trying to get everyone lined up. I want to see more from him, but I like their depth. It's proven depth. That's what I want to see. Now we get into positions where there's issues. Safety. Safety depth is an issue. We have all pro Minka Fitzpatrick. There's nothing else that needs to be said about him. Then you go to DeMonte KZ. Has hardly practiced his training camp based on an ankle injury. Keanu Neal, again, he's working his way back from injury. Outside of that, you have no one. Trey Norwood, he too is hurt. Who do they have? Now, granted, we're, we're running out of players here. You know, they have players that are filling in. They have a 90-man roster for a reason. But I'm talking about if something goes south during the season, man, the Steelers are going to have some issues at safety. If everyone's healthy, we're talking Trey Norwood, Minka Fitzpatrick, DeMonte KZ, Keanu Neal, I'm fine with the depth. But that's been the complete antithesis of what's really happened to training camp this year. They have not been healthy. That's an issue. I am not crazy about the depth at safety. The other position I'm not crazy about is cornerback. So we we were all excited to see Joey Porter Jr. on Friday night. His first professional game, even though it doesn't count, you understand what I'm saying. We're all excited. Here we go, JPJ, and he doesn't practice, or doesn't play because of an ankle injury. Now, he did return to practice. I already mentioned that in the first half of the show. But still, who did you have out there? James Pierre played a crap ton of snaps, and even Terrell Austin was asked about James Pierre's play on Friday night when he met with the media on Sunday before practice, and he said, you know, we think he left a lot of plays out there, and we think that he's a really good player, but he's, he's got to perform better. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with that, Coach. I, he does have to perform better. I think that James Pierre is a good fourth cornerback on the roster. If you're asking him to play meaningful snaps, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. So you have Levi Wallace. Patrick Peterson was held out. Uh, Joey Porter Jr. 
I'm trying not to have these knee-jerk reactions. And, and if Corey Trice was not injured, if he didn't have that significant knee injury and his season wasn't going to be over before it ever started, I'd have a different feel about the cornerback depth. This is a position group that I think they need to go out and try and find someone. Unless maybe they, they like, uh, oh, it's a Darku, I think is his name, Luke Darku or something. One of the guys from the XFL they picked up. Um, maybe they like him a lot. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how this shakes out. Again, the starters, you're okay with that. If, if the top three are Patrick Peterson, Levi Wallace, and Joey Porter Jr. in some capacity, I'm fine with that. But if one of those players goes down, well, what are you going to do? That's the question. What is the insurance policy? And I don't like that policy. So if we're, we're sticking with that analogy, I really don't like the insurance the Steelers have with center. I don't like the, the insurance they have with safety. And I definitely don't like the insurance they have with cornerback. But believe it or not, and we're talking about just offense and defense here, not special teams. Other than that, I like what they've done. I have liked what I've seen so far. So I, you know, Omar Khan, Andy Weidel, and the front office have done a ton of work and they have improved the depth people you you have to notice this when you're watching the game on friday and the the, game this saturday their depth is obvious but there's still work to be done will they make signings early meaning leading up to this game or next week or are they going to wait until teams have to trim their roster and then have to go out and try and find a guy that's been cut that has value and then we're going to sign him I don't know what they're going to do. I I could see both. I could debate both. My guess, though, is they're going to wait. They're going to take a wait-and-see approach. They're not going to overpay for someone, and they're going to see what happens when cut-down day comes. You just hope it's a position that it's more of a plug-and-play type player where they can figure things out quick. As Mike Tomlin always says, getting on a moving train is not easy. So the depth, I love the depth that the Steelers have done, that they've created across the board except for three positions, and that's not too bad. It's a lot better than where it was a year ago. So take that for what it's worth. I I enjoyed the game on Friday, but I did notice there were some depth concerns, and that's why I went with this podcast today, which I hope you enjoyed. I enjoyed it. Don't forget to check out Steel Curtain Network on Twitter for that giveaway for the tickets. Again, if you can go, you have to be able to go to the game. Please don't live in Florida and try and get your name in the proverbial hat to get these tickets and say, oh, I won the tickets, I can't go. That's literally a waste of our time. Don't do that. You live in the area, you are going to already get a, have a flight to Pittsburgh. I don't care how you get there. If you're going to go, or if you're going to sign up for this, you got to go. You have to be able to go. So keep that in mind. All right, that does it for me, folks. Be on the lookout for that tweet on Tuesday. You can find me on Twitter at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. You ask the questions, I'll answer them live on the air on Wednesday, so make sure and look out for that. In the meantime, you know how we finished it out here. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great start to your week. We will see you on Wednesday. Go see you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.